as she pushed back a strand of black hair that she kind of sighed, for it had been a long, exhausting day. It had been hot. Unusually so for mid-September, and the air was sluggish. The metal fan, set high on a shelf, merely served to push hot air from one end of the small diner to the other. The ranchito had no air conditioning. Maybe, if she opened the windows, she'd catch a cool night breeze. The stocky woman glanced at the red curtains. No, there'd be dust all over by morning. Wearily, she recalled the day's cranky turistas, who'd complained continually about everything. And there'd been wrong orders and broken crockery as well. And Tiny, the cook, had been in a foul mood since mid-morning when he'd burned his hand on the grill. And she was uneasy. She didn't know why. Perhaps it was the heat of the day. Maybe it would rain. Sometimes she felt uncomfortable before a change of weather. The wind blew now a low moaning sound that put her teeth on edge. Still, soon, so very soon, she would be going home, and Tomas would be waiting in bed for her. Then she would slip into his arms, and the uneasiness and tiredness would disappear, and things would become much, much better. Yet home was a twenty-mile drive along a darkened road not much better than a washboard. At least the jolts would knock the dust of the day off. But the six o'clock alarm would ring, and the same tired routine would begin again. The same kinds of customers, the same kinds of problems, over and over. With the jangle of India cowbells, the door opened, a gust of wind sweeping in, and the woman glanced with resignation at the new customer, struggling to close the door. It was Billy, Tex, Perkins, an old regular and independent trucker. He was friendly, chatty, and always left a good tip. The rangy man slid onto a brown-and-white cowhide bar stool at the counter. "'Same as usual, Erlinda,' he said, then leaned back, cupping his hands to light a cigarette. He inhaled quickly, the smoke streaming out of his nostrils in two pencil-thin lines. She called over her shoulder to the cook in the kitchen. "'Four over-easy, stack of cakes!' Wiping her hands on her yellow apron, she poured the man a cup of coffee. "'How's business been? You're late tonight. I expected you over an hour ago.' Erlinda pushed the cup across to him. "'Got delayed.' Tex traced the wet ring left by the cup with a tobacco-stained finger. "'Good goings lately. Could be better, though,' he shrugged. "'Or worse,' he grinned suddenly. Why don't you come along with me sometime, Erlinda? She studied the creases in his face, the wind-beaten and tan-skinned, and smiled. For years he'd been asking that of her. She wondered what would happen if she said yes someday. But it wasn't likely. Not with dark-haired Tomas to go home to. He drained his cup and held it out for more. Coming here tonight, I've seen this big animal just outside of my headlights. Really strange, you know. Could have sworn it was a coyote, maybe a wolf, maybe just a big tumbleweed. She grinned. Maybe it's a camel left over from the cavalry days. The trucker laughed. Could be. He lit another cigarette. Above the groaning wind, a muffled giggle sounded from a secluded corner booth, back behind the now silent jukebox, and Erlinda came around the corner. She crossed her arms and stared disapprovingly. 
Okay, you keys, break it up. You know the rules. Order or get out. Her voice was firm, yet her dark eyes were slightly amused.